Hello and welcome to the Farming Banker Podcast. My name is Jeremy Dutch and I am the Farming Banker. Before we get going here, I want to express and say that the views on this podcast are not the views of German American State Bank. They are the views of the Farming Banker and the Farming Banker alone. So now that I got that out of the way, I uh, want to give some plugs to uh, some of my social media and website. So if you uh, are looking to follow me, um, to follow this podcast, uh, to, to be a part of the show, um, just to get a, you know more knowledge of agriculture or to help be an advocate for agriculture, um, the best place to, to find my information and where I'm at is on my website, which is farmingbanker.com. Uh, at the farmingbanker.com website, which again is www.farmingbanker.com, there are links to uh, our farm website, which is dutchfarms.com. There are links to this podcast, which can be found at farmingbanker.podbean.com. And there's links to my social media on Facebook and Instagram as well. Uh, if you want to bypass the website and just go to the, the two platforms of uh, Facebook and Instagram, I can be found uh, by just searching Farming Banker. Um, on both platforms, that is, uh, that's what uh, my pages are called. So go there, like me, follow me. Um, would be great. Uh, if you want to follow this podcast, uh, you can go to um, the uh, farmingbanker.podmean.com and click follow, and uh, you can get updated when this podcast is released. We are also on Apple Podcasts um, as well, and the name of the uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts is hashtag farmingbanker. So now that I've plugged the uh, social media stuff, uh, I want to just get into what today I, I want to talk about, and it's really two things. One is uh, just give you an update, um, you know, on, on the harvest, uh, I, I've been putting out on social media that, that we are, you know, that my family, we're moving back to the, to the farm. And so, uh, this weekend we actually is a final push. We move, uh, everything in this weekend we've gone through and, and, uh, done some, uh, new, uh, renovations to the, the house that we're moving to. And it's kind of a cool little deal that the house I'm moving to is actually where I grew up. Um, it's, uh, also where I proposed to my wife. And it's uh, also where uh, my wife and I had our wedding reception. So um, roots run deep there, and it's kind of a cool story. So we're, we're moving in this weekend, um, and we're really excited to get up to the farm and, and, and be uh, on site and, and make our life a lot easier that way. We ended up uh, wrapping up with our harvest, uh, I believe it was the 10th of November. I believe it was the day before Veterans Day. I, I, as, as long as... I remember, I can't remember that we've been wrapped up this early. I, I know we've been done combining corn, but not only done combining corn and having the tillage done um, is quite a feat uh, to have for in, in our area, northern Illinois, by uh, November, before Veterans Day, November 10th. So uh, yield was awesome. Uh, you know, the harvest was awesome. Great weather. Can't complain. We're, we're pretty much machinery buttoned up back in the shed couple more things we got to do yet, um, you know, with the livestock operation um, and, and having to spray a little bit for some white mold uh, that we're hoping to get done this week. So uh, always something going on between the trucks, the hogs and uh, the row crops. But uh, for the most part, we feel like we're getting in a position where we can start to breathe again um, and, and uh, wait till, uh, I don't know, three, four months from now till it gets crazy again. So um, that's just a little bit of update of what's going on in, in our world, the farming banker world. I've been getting a lot of uh, just quick emails and, and texts and stuff just, you know, and listen to a lot of uh, post-election commentary and, 
And so I guess I just thought I'd share um, some thoughts that I have and, and offer maybe maybe a, a, a slightly different perspective. Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, one of the, I guess one of the two things, right? We're, we're either going to um, unseat the existing incumbent or it's going to be another four years of the same. But at the end of the day, um, what I want to look at is say, you know, if, if, if the, you know, if we unseat the incumbent and it gets into a, a Biden administration, where, where does that take ag and, and what are some things that maybe we should be, you know, back on the forefront of our, our, our mind and thinking about? And, and some of this, I think, is just what we should be looking at anyway. So I've kind of broke it down into two things um, that, that, that I think are important to keep eyes on um, and, and to, to start to plan for or to at least start encompassing into your business plan. And, and one of them is I believe that if we uh, end up having Biden as the uh, successor, you know, I think we need to keep an eye on obviously that China market. Um, what what happens there? Are we going to keep these tariffs in in place? Um, if we do keep the tariffs in place, uh, are we going to be seeing any more market facility payments and and things of that sort in in relation to, you know, the the smaller demand that that perhaps comes from China. On the flip side, if we roll back some of those tariffs, what are the tariffs that get rolled back? Um, are they going to be uh, on, on everything in general, or are we going to pick and choose some industries? Um, and if that industry is ag that gets rolled back, I, I think that we're poised to, you know, I've, especially on the soybean side, to probably see some more favorable pricing. And so, you know, as you sit down with, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, your consultant, your broker, um, or even your banker, um, and you're kicking around a few things uh, as you build your 2021 budget, you know, I, I think that at some point in the near future, uh, you know, that's something to keep an eye on and, and be ready to, to move one way or the other based on, you know, what, what the outcome is. And, and so I guess my initial thought would be is it, <clears throat> you know, I, I do see if we get into the, you know, Biden administration, I probably see some of these tariffs being rolled back. Uh, I could see some of these tariffs being rolled back into, you know, the agricultural products and, you know, an increase of demand. It sounds like, um, you know, things for South America aren't perfect for soybean production. So I would think that that, you know, if the tariffs come rolling back and South America continues to have um, some slightly, you know, challenging climate and, and growing season down there, that I, I think we could we could see some demand and price increase on our soybeans. The next, I guess, probably this is maybe a more of a, a future forward looking side of things. But the next thing that, that I really that strikes me about the Biden administration, um, if they're the successor, is it, you know, what what happens to this overall climate change? And does that get put back into the forefront of, of you know, conversation? And, and where do we go from there? And, and you know, I think that's a, 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 a one of the things that is a, a, a major difference or a stark contrast um, to the, you know, the prior administration and the Trump administration is that I think that becomes, you know, back into, you know, uh, front and center. And so what does that mean for ag? Um, you know, it could mean a couple different things. And, and so does it mean that, you know, there's a push for us to, to, to be more sustainable than we are right now? Um, is there more push from EPA regulations through the diesel industry? Um, 
the pesticide chemical industry. Um, and, and what is that, I guess the other side of it is what does it do or allow us to do with clean energy? And so this is really, I guess, the majority of this podcast um, before I wrap up is what I really want to talk about is how to prepare yourself for clean energy or how can clean energy help your farm. And, and I only talk about this, again, there's a couple of reasons I talk about it, but, but I, I want to talk about it today in relation to post-election thoughts. And so I've just talked about, obviously, the, you know, rolling back, you know, potentially tariffs where I think that's going to go, struggles with South America. Um, I, I think that, you know, we could see some growth there. Next bullet point that I have on this uh, post-election thought is that climate change is going to be in front and center again. And so one of the thoughts I have is that if from an agriculture industry, let's embrace this and let's help um, produce clean energy. And and so what what we've been actually been a part of in in um, you know our bank here and some of the projects that we've been funding in, in an area that we'd really really like to get in more into is clean energy. And so there's a, some dairy farms in in the Wisconsin uh, state of Wisconsin area that we're looking at right now, and and we've we're I, I think we've got about three or four deals that that we've been taking a look at, and a couple of them we're trying to put on the books here is revolving around clean energy, and and so you know what what really that is is that there's you know we're taking you know the the waste from the cows, putting it into into an anaerobic digester. And that digester is pumping out three different byproducts. It's pumping out um, renewable natural gas, which can be sold back to the, you know, to the market, and and we can use that um, as opposed to you know harvesting natural gas in the earth. Um, there's a water source that's that's actually clean um, that we can put back into you know we can put back into irrigation. We can put back into you know water supply for the animals. Um, you know, and not not use as much of that um, from the natural earth, and then we've got a you know a dry matter base that that can be spread, and in in in, in my mind is probably a little less um, likely for leaching, and probably a little bit better of a dry product than 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 what what's going on right now. And so, if you look at that standpoint of it, you know what what makes sense, and and and. And this makes sense from a couple different things of, of being clean and being able to have a revenue source of selling back to clean energy. The other the other thing that that farms are doing on top of this, especially in the dairy industry, um, that, that potentially has some you know higher utility costs throughout the, the whole calendar year is they're also putting solar on top of this. And so this is a really big thing that I think that, that, that agriculture could do and we could be more aware of. And, and quite frankly, you know, German American State Bank and the farming banker, you know, we're trying to, to lead and be a part of this. And I think it, that this is really something that, that is going to, if the Biden administration ends up being the successor, I, I think you're going to see more awareness and, and, and more incentive to move to this um, in, 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 in potentially rightfully so. So, you know, it's one of these things that I, I'm going to throw out here. And I think that we should really take a look at on our farm. We've actually already started um, one of three phases of bringing solar panels in. And, and I think our goal at some point is to not have to pay for any electric. And, and you know, being a row crop farm and a hog building, 
you know, we still have to have the gas, uh, the propane gas uh, to be able to dry our corn. But if we can, you know, cut that electric bill out and, you know, some of the seasonality swings that come with that, you know, during the harvest time and then early springtime when we're loading back out, that, that can be a huge savings. And, and if you put that into, you know, multiple farms and, and dairy farms and in some other types of farms, hog farms, things of that sort that potentially, you know, need to use some, some more, um, you know, energy related, uh, you know, type stuff that, that, that could be a big swing to not only your farm, but the overall, overall carbon footprint. So it's something to look into, um, you know, in something that I, I think is uh, a direction that, that you know, ultimately, I think we're going to go. I think ag should go, and and I think there's some, um, you know, really there, there's a benefit on both sides to do so. So it's not just a a feel good, um, you know, reduced carbon footprint. Um, a lot of these dairy farms that we're taking a look at are actually starting to build, you know, a another source of revenue, which at the end of the day is really what we're wanting to do in the ag industry. We're trying to diversify. We're trying to control risk, and so. Um, you know, I, I think the Biden administration coming in and uh, certainly puts that back to the forefront. So just to wrap up on, on I guess, post-election thoughts is one is let's keep an eye on on where tariffs go, where South America, um, you know, what their crop conditions look like. Uh, maybe be poised to uh, take advantage of some tariff rollbacks and, and some, you know, maybe less, uh, uh, you know, favorable crop conditions and, and overall, you know, supply that comes from South America. I think that could be a, a real post-election win for us. And then the other thing is, is that I think another post-election win for us is this clean energy. And if you're, if you're, you know, just starting to, you know, put your foot in the water on it, um, you know, give us, give me a call. I'd love to put you in touch with the right people. We've got some partnerships with it, with solar um, we've got some partnerships with some of these anaerobic di- digesters along with the solar, um, and we'd love to finance and be a part of this and, and help us move our carbon footprint. So, um, you know, that's kind of my, my thoughts on this. Uh, I guess I'm going to give you a, a, a number three thought post-election, and that is we've seen some favorable prices in the uh, in the commodity market. Um I'm going to just say this is let's take advantage of the current prices. So I guess post-election number three thought here is do something. Don't store your commercial grain. Uh, I'm sorry. Don't store your grain commercially if you don't have the the um, you know if you don't have the space. I think prices are favorable. Um, you know potentially can we get into some 2021? I'm sorry, 21, 22. Markets that are above profitability, I think we can. I think we can establish some floors. I, I, I'm going to say this again. Let's take advantage of the current prices. So three post-election thoughts just as a final review. One, keep an eye on tariffs if they get rolled back in South America. Two, I think you need to start looking at some clean energy and how it can can pertain to your farm. And three, take advantage of current prices. So that's all I have today, folks. Um, Again, I have uh, a series coming up in uh, probably the first of the year now. Um, I've got a podcast series coming up the first of the year called Saving the Farm. It's the Dutch farm story. It's going to be told by myself, my father, I think my two boys, my mom might even be on, and my wife. Um, And we're going to go through, you know, how we landed where we're at, the pitfalls that we had in the 80s, how we got out of it, and, you know, what our plan is going forward. Um, and so I think it's going to be slotted as a four, 
Um, probably a, a, a four-episode series released every two weeks starting January 1st. So, again, if you want to hear that and be a part of you know the Dutch Farm story, please follow us on the Podbean app. Follow me on, on, on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And uh, you guys have a good day. Happy holidays. And uh, look forward to, to uh, the, the um, Saving the Farm series. So hope you all enjoy the holidays and have a good day.